Hi, Divine, Divine Darlings. Darlings! Welcome back to The Queen's Mentality. My name's Irene. I'm Ukisa, and we're, we're Femme Entity. Entity. So we have been on a little bit of a hiatus yeah. a while. You know, holidays happened, Thanksgiving became happened. Became a lawyer. Became a lawyer. I went on an island. A lot happened in the past couple months, so... But now we're back. We're back. We missed you. We really missed you. It's been a hot minute. And with this, we have so much new things that we want to unpack with you. Oh, yeah. So many things we want to talk about. We're and today, deep. we're going to get so deep. What are we talking about today? We're talking about shame and femininity. Shame. I remember that. <laughs> if, if, you have, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, and if you watch the full thing... Game of Thrones. Okay, Game of Thrones. <laughs> But there's this one episode where this girl is walking through and they're just yelling, shame, shame. Oh this is the, that's how it feels to be a woman. That's a, <laughs> shame. Shame. So we're going to touch on that. Let's talk about it. We're going to go in it. But before we have a couple announcements, because lots of big things have been happening. If you don't know yet, we are entering beta. <laughs> I'm so excited. We have been working with Dalhousie students for the past year or so and they have gotten us to the point where we are so close to actually testing our platform with live users so what this means is if you watch our podcast if you're really interested in what we do feel free to sign up as a beta tester on the link in our Instagram page. Yes. Um, and she's talking their... about our website, fementity.ca. Oh, yes. So you can test our website that we've been building with students and you can get there through our Instagram mm -hmm. link in our bio. And there's two different ways to test it out. So there's one is if you're a consumer, so you're looking for self-care content, you want to learn how to take care of yourself more. So you can test it as that way. Or if you're a business, it's a sort of different angle of the platform. So there's two different ways to sign up. Yeah. So if you're looking for an increase of brand awareness, um, an increase in the community that you're working with, the women community, a network, a supportive network, sign up as a business. If you're looking for, you know, you want to love yourself, like she said, sign up as a consumer. Exactly. Um, so on that, we still have our memberships and directories open. So if you fall into those two categories of you want to find yourself, love yourself, understand yourself, we are very complex humans. Yeah. So if you want to unpack that a little bit more with us on more of a scale that works for your lifestyle, join our membership. Definitely. And if you're a business, you know how it is. Join our directory. Yeah, so if you're also new to our The Queen's Mentality podcast, you can find us on Spotify and YouTube, and we post new content every week. Every week? Every other week. Every other week. <laughs> <laughs> so as we go into it, let's talk about shame in femininity. I say that so, like, enthusiastically. Like, let's talk, let's talk about, about the shame. shame. Um, but yeah, so when we think about femi femininity, in the olden times, femininity is always seen as something to strive for in order to be a better wife, a better mother. Oftentimes, it's women that look to find ways that I can be more feminine, more ladylike, um, to appeal to the opposite sex. Now, this obviously is a very dated way of thinking. Mm -hmm. Now what we're telling you is femininity isn't just something to make you better for the opposite sex it's not just something to make you better for your offspring <laughs> it's something that can make you better for yourself at the start of your yeah. core as a holistic human being exactly um sometimes 
or oftentimes femininity is internalized. There's a lot of misogyny mm. that comes with it. There's a lot of self-doubt. Um, and in the corporate world, it's often seen as something that needs to be suppressed or kind of dialed down a bit. Exactly. Um, we all know that sort of perspective mm-hmm. that women are too emotional to be leaders or good bosses. Exactly. But we're here to knock all that down. Yeah. So we want you to know that femininity is a symbol of strength. It is a symbol of independence. It's a symbol of something that you is your own inner person, inner authenticity, and it doesn't need to be something that you dial into to please someone else, mm-hmm. to be better for someone else. Femininity is your own inner power, it's for you. and we love that. And as we always say, both men, women, and everyone along the spectrum have feminine and masculine energy. Yes. So it's up to you to be able to tap into it and use it towards your strength. Yeah, exactly. So it's like a deeper and more holistic meaning of femininity. uh So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, So femininity represents compassion, empathy, vivacity. It is a source of your intuition, your creativity, your success. So oftentimes if you hear a really, say, a musician or um, an artistic person, I have uh, like artist roadblock or whatever, creative roadblock or whatever. That mm-hmm. is your femininity being blocked and you're so in your masculine that you can't think and you're creative. And that is, that right there is your femininity. You just gotta unleash it. Mm-hmm. It's there, you just gotta, you just gotta tap into it and unleash it. So mm-hmm. femininity also emphasizes the collaboration rather than the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more focused on achieving community success and the communal understanding and appreciation mm-hmm. rather than the individual. So if you've been following Fem Entity for a while, we are so big on emphasizing collaborations, bringing people together, because we believe that once we bring people together in the right spaces with the right concepts, that true success can flourish because everyone is working towards their own versions of success. Mm -hmm. Now, if we put those roadblocks together, we put those pieces together and build on that, well, then you're pretty much unstoppable, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And everyone is coming together towards a common goal. There's always people who um, you can resonate with on the concepts that you're building, on what you want to put out there into the universe. And then when you collaborate with people, they can give you more ideas. You Mm -hmm. can build up their ideas. And it just makes you stronger overall. Exactly. So this is the kind of femininity that we want to amplify um, because it's so easy for people to shun stereotypical femininity in all of its forms because that's what we've seen in, in mainstream media. We've seen the feminist riots. We've seen the kind of ugly side of girl power. And we want to show that, yeah, that's a thing that happens, but this is actually the core of femininity. There, it's actually something that isn't inferior to masculinity, mm-hmm. but it's a complement to your masculinity. Absolutely. And there's the idea that um, feminism means that we are the same or the same as men, but that's really not what feminism means. Feminism just means that men and women are equal and we Mm -hmm. deserve equal rights and Mm -hmm. equal opportunities. Mm -hmm. But it does not mean that we are the same. No. we don't have to be the same. No. We have our individual strengths. Exactly. Like, I don't want a man that is the exact same person as me. Exactly. Like, even me and Mukisa, we are both very masculine and feminine people, 
but her masculine feminine ways complement mine and so in in a way that just like it makes us flow together exactly because i would not want to deal with someone that is exactly like me <laughs> and i bless everyone that does <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want someone to complement your energy so where i'm lower in my masculine energy then irene can step up and be like okay we need this this and this <laughs> whereas i'm more in my feminine exactly but then where she's in her masculine then i can be like okay but uh, are we resting yeah right big energy right there so balance <laughs> and uh feminine energy and those feminine traits hold just as much value as your masculine traits Ooh, that's a powerful statement right um even though we've been taught to believe otherwise yeah so even though we're in a society that says you need to be a certain type of way we've read the books we know hustle day night all that kind of stuff <laughs> boss. that's that's great too but what are you doing to honoring your feminine energy what are you doing also in your life that is possibly shaming your feminine energy and are you acknowledging that and maybe if you kind of flip the script you'll notice a different sense of energy a different sense of motivation upfill your life Right. So we all know what the sort of feminine ideal is, mm -hmm. but do you want to talk more about what that means? Yeah. So when we think about femininity, I feel that I've, when I've talked about people with feminine ideals, they think of the nurturing mother type, or they think of the woman that does the housework, does the cleaning, does the cooking, mm -hmm. um, doesn't do the nine to five, but takes care of everything around the house. And that's great. If you're the type of person, and I say person because it doesn't have to be a woman or a man that does these traits. Femininity is someone that has feminine energy within them. That's everybody. But oftentimes the ideal type of feminist, feminine, 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 what am I trying to say? Femininity, femininity. <laughs> is so often associated with that type of nurturing, humble, stay at home, do the housework kind of person. If but you're that's that person, only, that's great. Sorry. No, let's go ahead. Cut you off. No, you're good. I was just going to say that's only one way to express your femininity. Exactly. There's so many different types of feminine women mm -hmm. that are out there. So you don't have to subscribe to one feminine ideal. And even as a man, if you associate with that type of femininity, that doesn't make you less masculine. Mm -hmm. So there's no shame being men and feeling your femininity. It's a beautiful thing and it actually gives you a softness that is also quite appealing. Just exactly. Saying. So what we're trying to say is don't suppress your feminine side. Yeah, don't you don't need to shame it. Yeah, There's even, no need a, even though shame. we've been told shame <laughs> your whole life, we're here to break that away and say that no matter what your gender may be, mm -hmm. if you do end up suppressing that feminine side of you, it's only fueling that dominant masculine worldview that uh, we've been taught that masculinity is the only thing necessary for success. Facts, yes. We can do balance. Balance is yes. great. Balance is everything. So kind of to, kind of, to clarify it, um, the archaic idea of a young lady, so how, you know, how they always say, like, cross your legs, eat with certain utensils, all that kind of thing, the way that you should, should behave, it doesn't actually reflect what femininity truly is. So Even when you say young lady, I'm like, ugh. 
<laughs> Shudder. The ick. The ick is real. But it's true. So when we are thinking, when we speak so highly of femininity, we don't talk. We're not talking about the kind of characteristics, meaning how you look, how you should sit, how you should speak. Of lady doesn't swear. I remember when I was young, I was always told um, a lady doesn't speak up at the dining table. Oh, really? Mm. Because I be speaking, and my mom be speaking too. <laughs> yeah, we speak loud now. <laughs> um, so it's like a lady, and, and kind of along those lines, it's like a lady should always dress to impress. Well, I dress to impress myself. Yeah, exactly. I look cute for myself. Dress to yourself. <laughs> or like a lady should know how to do household chores. But just a lady though? That's right. Should just a lady? No. I don't think so. I am impressed when a man knows how to sweep a floor. Right? If a man is doing the dishes, ooh. <laughs> Gets me going. Wow. <laughs> a lady should know how to put a meal on the table. I value a good meal on the table. I do value it as well. But you know who doesn't cook? Beyonce. Yeah, really? And is she a lady? <laughs> I think she is. Okay. That is so good, man. <laughs> Efforts to Queen Bee. I love that. Who doesn't cook? Queen Bee. Shout out to Queen Bee. We love you. <laughs> to save your identity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just also the same as like clothing and hairstyles. It's kind of the same, kind of on the same vein. They're not essential when we talk about the yin and yang of human nature. These sayings that are, they're... They're leftovers from centuries of male-dominated society dictating women who they are and trying to even say how we should be. Of a, of, we've grown up in a society of a man saying, this is what I would like to see as, as my wife or as the mother of my children. Whereas now we have this ability in ourselves to be like, this is the woman I'm putting out in the world. Mm-hmm. And we can even trace it back and connect the dots the beginning of even mansplaining. Yes, mansplaining. And for those of you who might still be confused with the concept, mansplaining is when typically a man is <laughs> commenting or explaining something to a woman in a condescending, overconfident, and often inaccurate mm-hmm. or oversimplified way. Exactly. Tell me when you've been experienced mansplaining. Oh, I have so many. This could so be a really long podcast. Tell. But... <laughs> Yeah, but luckily I haven't been mansplained to in a while, and that's probably because I work in a woman-based organization. So I don't have uh, an example off of the top of my head, but when is the last time you've been mansplained to? Because I know you work in tech, which is a very Mm -hmm. male-dominated industry, so I'm sure you face that a lot. Every day. Every every freaking day. (laughs) No. But it's also kind of... sorry. (laughs) I feel for you. It's kind of the thing where... Um, I also experience a lot of like shame in my femininity when I'm at work because when we, mm. when we're in those situations and I know I'm being mansplained, my instant reaction to that is to be on the defense and be like, well, this is how I think and, and put my guard up. But at the same time, in the guard, also put my defense on the table and write out my receipts. And that's how I've kind of accustomized myself to facing that but in the same breath just kind of putting yourself in a masculine very masculine yeah very because i know if i take the feminine route to mansplaining it's seen as i'm being very docile i'm I'm accepting blame or i'm accepting that i know less which i think is the aim of mansplaining it is Mm -hmm. and so in that i walk away feeling like 
what was the outcome in this conversation? Nothing. Because I didn't get, or what you, what they tried to explain to me, I already knew. They just thought that I needed it dumbed down. Right. Exactly. And odds I are... a lot. I know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need any of that. Thank so you. odds are they're telling me something to make themselves feel better. Feel better. And at the end of the conversation, we didn't really go in. Like, nothing, no value was exchanged besides his ego. Ooh. And if you want to see more about that, you can watch an episode <laughs> that we also we got. We about higher self versus um, ego. But that's, that's all my mansplaining. And I've even gotten mansplained by women. Oh, really? Women. Because they feel that, especially being in such a man-driven industry that they need to put this ma- masculine energy to everyone. Right. And I get, I, I understand, but girl, we are, we are both fighting we're the same together. fight. Like we're fighting together. And this is also kind of why we emphasize femininity with collaboration because we're so like used to being in this masculine dominated world that we forget, oh, we could collaborate and actually both be successful. Exactly. And we can come out actually better. So it's definitely been something that I've been working with, trying to find how do I tackle this in a compassionate way, but also not need to feel like I'm putting my whole defense up in order for you to see that I am an intellectual woman. Mm-hmm. Or to put your feminine on the back burner in order to succeed. Exactly. In your Right? I feel you. You feel me. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. But we know um, how femininity is seen in the modern world or what the common idea of femininity is. Um, And just that a lot of people get these ideas from uh, materialistic things, like we've mentioned, clothing or how Mm -hmm. you look um, or pop culture. So different different people who stand out as being more feminine than others. Mm -hmm. But at its core, femininity is biological. Like we say, it's an energy. It's something that you emit. It's something that you put out there. Yes. It's that It's that warmth. It's that connection with people that's genuine, that draws people into you, mm-hmm. that makes people want to listen to you because of the energy that you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So on a basic level, that's running theme throughout the eras of fashion and spanning the worlds and culture. Um, a woman's aim, I should we should say a person's aim to be feminine, whatever it might mean in that context, is a goal because we're already in a society that's so masculine. Let's show ourselves our creative, our compassion self, right? Yeah. And I would say it's the goal of fem entity too. It's really to emphasize that feminine and value it and put it more out there mm-hmm. for people to to grab onto and to be able to d- adapt in their own lives and Whatever that may look like, whether it's self-care, self-love, connection. Facts. We're the source. We are the source. (laughs) (laughs) So many people, like we said, have a feminine disposition. So they might feel that they need to cover it up in situations like I expressed in my workplace. So what we're talking about by feminine disposition, if you're still confused on the concept of like, well, what does it mean when a man is feminine or something like that? Well, maybe someone is named over emotional maybe someone said is told they're oversensitive or they simply thrive in an appealing environment so that side of ourselves is our feminine side but being told that it is needed to be suppressed mm-hmm. so this is often seen as frivolous 
um, in this male-dominated kind of society. So people believe that it'd be better for you to man up, to just get the hustle done um, if we want to be taken seriously and leave our feminine in the side door, which that's the whole point of femininity, to be like, bust down the door. <laughs> be in the door, in your feminine. You know? Show up. Show up for yourself. Be <laughs> present. Be visible. Um, so we don't accept that. No, exactly. But how do you feel your view of femininity changed when you were in your youth to now your adulthood? Ooh, that's and that a great... shame that went with that. That is a great question. I feel like, um, like we've talked about living in this Western modern society, I feel like masculine traits and masculine energy was very like emphasized in my home. Mm -hmm. I mean, um... Or maybe it was just not a typical understanding of femininity and masculinity in my home. Because I feel like my parents, especially being African immigrants, as I've expressed, they were very focused on work, very focused on career, very focused on the hustle, and not as much focused on the self. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I feel like in that way, it was very um, masculine focused. But at the same time, I feel like uh, my mom, she was always very nurturing, very caring, um, very family forward, very family first. Mm. Um, So she was very feminine in that way. But in terms of her parenting style, she was quite authoritarian, um, which I found was like quite masculine. But my dad, he was always very soft. and Oh, interesting. Yeah, exactly. So if I would ever like butt heads with my mom because she was very strict right. and not flexible, I would be able to go to my dad and sort of talk it through, talk about my perspective. And he was a bit more flexible and understanding oh, and emotional. Yeah. So I feel like it's, it was definitely not the typical um, balance of feminine and masculine energy in my household, but a balance nonetheless. That's interesting. It's also cool to see that in their relationship, they have that balance too. Yeah, definitely. And they found it by probably not acknowledging, but naturally like... Definitely not acknowledging, but (laughs) naturally putting out the different energies. As you grew up, did you strive or like aim to be feminine in your, like through your household or did you just... No, No, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, well, I feel like it was my mom and myself and then my dad and my two brothers. So there was like more, I guess, masculine or more testosterone in the home. <laughs> so when I was younger... The biological like, state. <laughs> the biological. When I was younger, I was, like, I was a tomboy. Yeah? Like, I was in the, you know, the soccer shorts and the baggy T-shirts and um, oh, yeah. very much interested in sports and... Um, yeah, definitely didn't emphasize the feminine at all. Now until... you don't catch Kisa running for nothing. <laughs> you will catch me doing maybe a speed walk at the most. At the most. <laughs> <laughs> and like also very feminine presenting as well. And but... this is like recent. In adulthood. Anyways. Interesting. Yeah, definitely. That's super cool. Yeah, what about you? What about your femininity over the years? I definitely feel my femininity was brought through with my culture mm-hmm. because my parents very much emphasized like, this is your roots, this is your heritage. Love it, understand it, be one with it. The feminine within your culture? Of my culture, yeah. Okay. Because it's we focus a lot on the beauty, the language, the cooking, the dance of it. So all these Ooh. different things, all the I different like that. things that made my heritage my own, they really engraved it in my being so like I still I know how to do the Filipino dances I do the Filipino cooking I do the Filipino language so those parts of it was very evident the lifestyle of work 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 
that just that's just biological. That's the biological. <laughs> that was biological. That's, that's the immigrant. You mindset. know, the, um, that was yeah. That's exactly it. But the the beauty of culture and the beauty of family, I feel like that was really evident in my upbringing. But when I strive for femininity, that's the same with you. That was just like, like only during the pandemic did I really think, okay, I want to present myself. I've always wanted oh, to that's present super myself. Super recent. Super recent. That was, that was like a couple years ago. I know. <laughs> I always wanted to be present myself properly. Obviously, I always wanted to put my best face forward. Yeah. But I always thought of it like put my best face forward for work, for a date, for this person, oh, for that. Not so much for yourself. Not for myself. So thinking about myself has been a very recent thing, which I like. Yeah, well, thank <laughs> God we got there, girl, I know, because right? that's important. It's a whole lot of importance. That's our whole thing. Mm. Um, but talking about the workplace, true. I Go feel on. like men are still dominating. Um, it is definitely changing, I oh, would yeah. say, like within the field of law, for example. It's a very like male-dominated um, profession mm-hmm. and the laws itself are created in a more masculine dominant way mm-hmm. but a lot more women are going into law when I was in law school I think the split between men and women was 60 40 oh interesting um, for women okay so there's a lot there's so many more women um, within the profession than there was um, back in the day right and then the the kind of characteristics that go along with that when you're or at least when I was kind of learning how to be in the industry it was kind of you need to know how to stand your ground be don't worry about who else is in your lane or who else is around you you need to focus on what you're gonna do you need to be ruthless the CEOs are barking orders at you never show your vulnerability but that's a very dated time now Mm -hmm. as I'm growing I'm realized I'm realizing not just the increase of, of my female peers but that we need to show our feminine in order to be successful. Exactly. And it's not enough for us to just like show yeah. up in these male-dominated professions because like you said, yeah. I feel like when we do enter these male-dominated professions, it's those male masculine characteristics that are uh-huh. emphasized. So that's how our feminine ends up getting suppressed as we think that we need to be some type of way to be able to succeed in yeah. those professions. Because this type of way has been living for years and years and years, and now all of a sudden we're like, we can be in this space. Mm-hmm. We can take up space. Femininity can take up space take without up space. shame. And this is what we are told at a young age, or we should be told at a young age, to strive for. So we're told to be a good boss or to be a good lawyer. You're expected <laughs> to appear strong, stoic, think fast, make decisions and stick to them. You know, don't have any leeway because then you're seen as weak. Facts. But in a professional context, we still regard um, those feminine traits to be suppressed or corrected, whatever mm-hmm. your gender is. Yeah. So when women are report being more sensitive, empathetic, overthinking side, um, not only does this force a facade to get ahead, uh, but it presents a real barrier to how to qualify or how it is qualified um, to be more feminine than a, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. I'm like, <laughs> you take a second, you think it through. Yeah, okay. I'm thinking it through. So, what am I trying to say? Oh, so 
These characteristics of feminine being sensitive, empathetic, and overthinking, oftentimes in the workplace, it's seen as something that isn't beneficial to how you can do work. It doesn't, it's not seen mm -hmm. as productive. It's not seen as something that can help you get ahead. But that's empathetic side of yourself in sales, when we're thinking about empathy, you're thinking about the other client's timeline, or you're thinking about how to best fit the solution in their needs. That's empathy. When you're overthinking something, you're making sure you're detailed oriented. You're making sure that what you are doing is proper process, but also proper for the client. So it's concepts in femininity that are often seen as, no, you need to be straight to the point. You need to get it done by all means. No, let's, well, you can take a moment. Mm -hmm. She just told me to take a moment and I did take a moment <laughs> and I, she got her thoughts together and we're here. Um, but yeah, it's okay to have those kind of concepts of, oh my gosh, I'm really sensitive. I'm sensitive with the clients. I'm empathetic with the client. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Those are human characteristics. They can stay. Exactly. And I feel like those traits of being sensitive and um, empathetic is actually very valuable, especially in the field of law. Um, I know that the idea of lawyers is like the Harvey Specter from Suits. Yeah. And watches Suits <laughs> and being like, you know, mean and cutthroat. Um, but I feel like with our clients where I'm in like personal injury work, for example, mm -hmm. to be able to sit down with a client and like hear their story is so valuable to them because they feel heard, they feel seen, they feel cared about. And then that actually builds trust mm -hmm. um, in representing them and being their lawyer. So I love that. Yeah. The world really could use some more compassion, some more deep thinking. So just be yourselves and show the world that the good in expressing your feminine side can do. Because really, at the end of it, there is no shame to femininity. That's mm -hmm. literally at the end of this podcast, you have no shame in no however you want to show it. Um, where were you consciously leveraging your femininity in your workplace? Because I was really interested when you said that you need to take your time to to really listen and show compassion to tell me a little bit more about yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my work is very like client based and I started with the Elizabeth Fry Society and as a student is where I started in the law. So a lot of the times it was providing client support. People actually came to us because they felt like their lawyers weren't hearing them. Um, wow. And that was a lot of time in the criminal sphere. So we would sit down with them hear their story, hear their concerns, and especially with um, how their case is going, and then um, work with their lawyers to make different suggestions. Oh, wow. we be able to communicate to the lawyer um, maybe what the client can't say or is too intimidated to say. So that level of compassion and sensitivity and understanding has been so critical in That's my work. That's really interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, and my boss, who also is a lawyer and has been a lawyer for over like 30 years, she um, she emphasizes love, actually, in oh, our work. Oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, clients will say to her, like, I love you. And that's, Aww. like, unheard of Aww. in those, like... We love the love. Yeah, those, like, heavy um, professions. Like, there's mm -hmm. this, like, hard boundary. Um, but when your client feels like you really care about them mm -hmm. and understand them, then again, like, it builds that trust. It builds that confidence in your work. Um, they know that they can trust you moving forward to make the right decisions for their case. And That's a lot of times beautiful. clients will even say like, well, we'll be like, we'll schedule a legal call or something and be like, yes. Um, so this is the document that we've drafted. Wanted to go through it with you. 
do we have your permission to submit it? And they're like, you don't need to get my permission. I trust you completely. Oh, wow. And we're like, we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> but thank you. We're still going to do that. the process. <laughs> but that's just to so, show like how valuable that connection is. And that's also to show that there is no shame in your showing your femininity. Exactly. It's because a strength. It's it a is very, a strength. It's a very strong strength. Because at the end of it, it's really harmful to expect men to never show emotion or availability. And it's mm. also really harmful for women to never show passion or grit. Like we are now finally starting to learn as a society that we should all reflect a beautiful collection of emotions and personality quirks. They love that. And our gender may make us slightly more likely to have certain traits, whether the result may be nature or nurture, but really gone are the days where we can assume the interest capacities or occupations that are human are based on the sex chromosomes. It's more than so that. Outdated. We're so we're so much deeper in our capacity as humans and that previous way of thinking is harmful and we we toss the ick. We done with that. We toss it. <laughs> so at the end of the day said it before i'll say it again your femininity is your strength yes it is not something that needs to be suppressed it's not something that needs to be hidden away or tucked away when you're going to work and then you can bring it back out afterwards mm -hmm. it is your strength it is the inner um, yes it's the innermost being of who you are that mm -hmm. self-expression and it's important for you to understand that. yeah there is no shame in having emotions in expressing your feelings and following your intuition these are all things that we should do on a daily and also even in our profession there is no shame in indulging in things that bring you joy or taking time away from the things that give you stress mm -hmm. to find rest we there's no shame in that over here. oh we do love indulgence over we here. Love i indulge <laughs> There's no shame in the ways that you choose to express your femininity, and it's part of who you are as a human being. Yes. So in our next episode, we're going to dive into the power of manifestation. My favorite. <laughs> Until next time, divine darlings.